Hallelujah. We may be seated. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's give them a hand as they are going to sit down. What a wonderful Sunday. What a wonderful Sunday. Um, allow me to greet you, saints, in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Um, it is quite an honor for me to be afforded this opportunity to stand before the congregation and speak the mind of God. Let me confide in you. The same way you feel when your boss at work asks you to do a certain task and you are scared whether you will pull it off the way he wants it. Can you imagine the pressure that I have when your boss is God? You, you have that pressure. It comes naturally to say God wants you to pull it off. You, you just have to do it. Um, but we trust him. We trust him. He is God. He is omnipresence. He's right here with us. Hallelujah. And a happy youth month. Happy youth month. Um, I wish you can just make it your year, not just a month. Um, because a month is very short. When this month has gone past, can you not stop being a youth? Can you continue celebrating be you? Just be you and celebrate being you. It is, it is exciting to be a young person. Let me tell you. It's exciting. You know, you are free. That's what it is. You are free. Young people. Um, you, you had a very successful conference. I, I was so jealous. I thought, I, I, I just wished I was a young person. But I'm still young. I'm still young. I was thinking in the morning when I was coming here, or always when I hear people saying age is just a number, it's all the people who say that. Are you aware? I wonder what they're hiding. <laughs> Possibly they're lying. Because age can bring you wrinkles. Then it can't just be a number. I don't believe that. <laughs> yeah, age, age is... But, you know, just a word of caution to, to, to young people. What makes the conference successful is not the powerful message that was preached. Every word preached, if it's not practiced, it is dead. I don't care whether it is Jesus himself who preached it to you. If you do not take the word and put it in practice, you have done a zero. We shall wait and see the success of this conference. We are hoping to see the success of the conference. Happy Father's Day. Do we have fathers here? Yo. It's nice to be a father. Yeah, it's nice to be a father. Happy Father's Day to you. I'm not here to ask you how did you become a father. It's irrelevant. 
Just celebrate being a father. That's what you are now. It's irrelevant. One thing that I know about fathers is that you are a pride of God. I will repeat that. One thing I know about fathers is that you are the pride of God. God is proud of you. Okay. God is the head of the man and the man is the head of a wife. Does it make sense now? Thank you. Um, Dad is not here today. He's working at the headquarters. He was deployed down there by the apostle. And thank you for praying for him. He should be preaching his second service now. Yeah, he's busy preaching now, his second service. Thank you for praying for him, and I know it will be a success. Hallelujah. Um, allow me to acknowledge the visionary of this ministry, the Apostle and Umma Florence, for allowing us to stand here today and preach the word. Can you appreciate them in absentia? And to the leadership of the church, Thank you. Thank you for, for being here. Thank you for being there for the servant of the Lord. Thank you. And to all the visitors, first-time visitors, you are welcome. Do you have first-time visitors? Welcome. Can you enjoy with us? I'm welcoming you now to the listening of the word. Dead is not here. shall be with us next week. I'm inviting you again next week. You will listen to Daddy. You will be here next week. Um... Allow me to acknowledge my wife. I'm married. Please stand up. Yeah. That's my wife. I proposed to her. Um, I'm going to I'm going to touch in a very sensitive topic. It's, it's a very difficult matter to deal with in, in Africa, in Africa, in Africa. It's difficult to deal with this matter. I was talking to my dad, Pastor O. Um, and I understood why himself doesn't appreciate, doesn't want this issue to be dealt with because it touches the nerves of Africa. It's, it's something Africa doesn't want. But he allowed me to deal with this matter. And I shall do so. I'm hoping for success. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Let us read um, from the book of Malachi. Others say Malachi or what? As long as you reopen the right one, it's fine. Malachi chapter 3. If, if you are a Christian, you know, you know. Malachi chapter 3, you know, you know. And exactly that I'm going to talk about that. Malachi chapter 3. 
Yes. Yes. Um, you know why I opened this verse? Because God is a God of principles. Yes. We, we, we serve a God of principles. He set out of principles for the people. And principles are principles whether you are a Christian or a sinner. If a principle is, is that when you put your hand in burning coals, you get burned. It does not matter whether you are a Christian or a sinner, you will be burned. I want us to deal with principles. Malachi chapter 3. I will read from verse 6. I, the Lord, do not change. So you, O descendants of Jacob, are not destroyed. Ever since the time of your forefathers, you have turned away from my decrees. And you have kept, you have not kept them. Return to me. And I will return to you. Don't wait for me. You must make an initiative of returning to me. You return to me. Since the days of your forefathers, you are the one who walked away. I am God. I don't change. Where you have left me, I'm still here. If you are looking around and you can't see me, it means you are the one who have moved. He starts very powerfully. He says, I am the Lord. I, the Lord, do not change. That's powerful. Even when you change, I, the Lord, I do not change. I've looked around. I'm still the same. From the beginning of time, I'm still the same. You have changed so many times. But when I look, I'm still the same. Stop waiting for me. I'm not coming there to your things. Stop waiting. Take an initiative and return. When you return, then I will also return to you. The moment you start returning, I, God, will meet you halfway. But you ask, how are we to return? Verse 8. Will a man rob God? Yet you rob me. But you ask, how do we rob you? In tithes and offerings, you are under a curse. The whole nation of you, because you are robbing me, 
bring the whole tithe into the storehouse that there may be food in my house. Test me in this, says the Lord Almighty. And see, and see, if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing that you will not have room enough for it. I will prevent pests from devouring your crops. The summer crops. And the vines of your fields will not cast their fruit. Says the Lord Almighty. Then all nations or all then all the nations will call you blessed for you will be a delightful land says the Lord Almighty. Let us pray. Kosi ashunga dzina la manda la Yesu Kristo wa Nazareth. Riva ribwa nguru bone pa mudzimu. Bone kaba hambe nguru bana ndugelo yamba na rine. Gadzina la manda la Yesu Kristo wa Nazareth and faranda bo pa manda othe. Eni avagere inukakisa ipfila bone. Ndikoringa dzina la manda la Yesu Kristo wa Nazareth. Rivurambiru dzashu. Bone kaba hambe na rine. Guys, so Christo, Amen. I, I I couldn't get a topic for this word, but I do have a word. But I can give it a topic now. Let's try this. God's principles are binding. I think it's a good topic. Yeah. God's principles are binding. What is a principle? A principle is a rule that controls how things happens or works. A principle is a rule. It's a determined rule that if you want that thing to work, you must follow this sequence. If you do it anyhow, it's not going to work. Irrespective of who you are. Principles, whether you are saved or a sinner, Remain a principle. When God says give, and it shall be given to you, I want you to read it very carefully. It does not say be saved and give, then you shall be received. It says give. It does not matter who you are. It says give. And if you give, the principle is you receive. No, 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 no. It's not, it's not a message for Christians. It's a message for the people. If you are drunk now and you give, if you are drunk, if you are an adulterer and you give, the principle applies. No, it's a principle. Give. Give. 
and it shall be given to you. Don't pray. Don't fast. No, give. You, you see where we're getting wrong? Instead of giving, we're fasting. No, it's a principle. He could have said, fast and pray, I'll give you. No, 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 he said, even if you can't fast, even if you can't pray, even if you don't know my name, if you give. Africa, give. Do you know why Africa is poor? It's because Africa can't give. You've got all the minerals, but you don't know how to give. You want to receive it, and it says it shall be given. It, 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 that thing, it. Do you want it? Give. Please stop starving yourself. Eat your food and give. Eat and give. It's a principle. It's a principle. You know, a principle is a principle. There is a principle in South Africa. When we drive on our roads, we keep left and pass right. We keep left and pass right. In other countries, they keep right and pass left. I don't care where you come from. I don't care whether you've got a South African identity or not. When you are here, a principle, you keep left, pass right. You keep left, you pass right. It's a principle. There is a principle in South Africa. When the light is red, you don't pass. I don't care whether you are a child of God or you are from hell itself. If you pass through the red robots, you will die. It's a principle. Principles are binding. Whether you are a child of Jesus or the child of the devil himself, principles are principles. They are binding. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. No, they are principles. Those who did math, mathematics, they told me that there is a principle called Bodmas. Hey. They say it's a principle. You know when you want to solve it, they'll give it to you that's complicated. And then they say solve it. And they leave you there. They also gave you a principle. You, you know, I was looking at it and I said, if you are smart, you can bypass the principle and still get the correct, the correct answer. But the, the problem is you will not get all the marks. There are people who do shortcuts to get the answer. We do not need only the answer, we need principle. Because when they come to Mark, they will check, did he follow the right steps? Did he start by the bracket one? Did he, no, no, no. Let, let, it did not follow, but the answer is one. So he got one. It was over five. So we only give him one. He fails. But he got the answer correctly. What is the problem? Principles. 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 They are binding. Not only to sinners, they are binding. Yeah. 
if you go out and have sex, whether you are married or not married, you will make a baby. It's a principle. How? Sex makes babies. It is not an accident. If you are 14 years old and you have sex and you become pregnant, that pregnancy is not, pregnancy is not an accident. It's a result of a principle. It's a principle. Don't cry and carry your hands off your head and say your way. It was a mistake. It's a principle. If you do that, you become pregnant. No, principles are principles. And they are binding. They apply to everyone. Mm, to everyone. Whether you speak in tongues or you are cursing, principles are principles. Ah, whether you are speaking in tongues or you are cursing people, principles are principles. Haven't you seen sinners progressing? They are even laughing at you. Do you know where they are progressing? They are sinners who are giving. Being a child of God is not enough. There are principles. Some of you are successful because your parents are givers. No, it's true. Some of you are suffering because your parents, they are so stingy. If a visitor comes while they are cooking, they stop cooking. Principles. Anyway, that is why the brewer will never fall. Brewer will never collapse. Do you know why? Principle. They are sponsoring everybody, including churches. No, it's a principle. <laughs> it's a principle. If in a brewery, if it's giving, it will succeed. It's a principle. If in Christian will go and buy their liquor, it must succeed. Why is their giving? Am I not? Is it relevant? Okay. Okay. It's a principle. If a sinner prays, God will hear him. If a sinner prays, God will hear him. It's a principle. He says, call unto me. It's a principle. After you have discovered your identity, my sister, principles, they still apply to you. Principles. No, principles will punish you. Principles are rules on how things must be done. If you do them incorrectly, you shall be punished. Principles. But now, God says, you robbed me. Do you know what is a robbery? No, that's what he's saying. 
He's not saying you have cheated me. No, you robbed him. Robbery, you robbed him. Robberies are violent. He says, you, you look nice, but you robbed me. And you asked me, how did we rob you? Hey, by tithes and offerings. You were thinking I was not going to say it. You're robbing me by your tithes and your offerings. Oh, then when I read it, I'm like, okay. It means he takes these things very serious. In the book of Genesis chapter 22, verse 12, it was after God, only after God tested Abraham. Only after. After Abraham was willing to offer the son. And God says, you, you, you stop there, brother. You stop there. Because now I know. Now I know that you fear God. Giving is a sign that you fear God. You cannot fear God and not give. It's not possible. Hallelujah. But you see what pains me. Is that. He says because you were robbing me. Your land is sick. There are devourers, devourers or pests in your land. They are feeding on your crops. You are cursed with a curse. You are not just cursed. You are cursed with a curse. This curse is part of you. A sick land produces calamities. You cannot heal a sick land by fertilizers. When a land is sick, fertilizers will kill your crop. When a land, when a land, when your land is sick, I want you to look at your land. What's going on in your land? God says to his people, I can see you are struggling. You till the ground and plant the seeds, but you do not eat the crop. And I've been watching since the days of your forefathers. You were suffering. If there is a painful thing, is to live under a curse. You know when you are cursed, whatever you do does not work well. When you are cursed, even if you are following things correctly, they don't work out because you are cursed. The more you study, the more you fail. Cursed. And remember, he's not saying I've cursed you. No, no, it's not him. He said you are cursed because you did not give me my tithes and offerings. You are cursed by your own deeds, not me. What cursed you is that when you moved away from me, you gather a curse with you. I did not curse you. (laughs) 
let me bring it home. You know when you're, when you're cursed, I want it to make sense to you. You will buy doom to spray the cockroaches in your house. They will not die. Actually, they will become fatter. Actually, they are waiting for you to come back and feed them with that doom. That is when you are cursed. When you are cursed, whatever you do does not work out well. You buy a car, you drive it for two months, it's an accident. You buy another one, it's an accident. Cursed. And you have accepted it, it's normal. You even talk about it. Now if I buy a car, it's only two months, they know. Why? You know when you are cursed, your car breaks down every month end to eat your money. When you're cursed, your child falls sick when it's month end to use your money. And we sit down and accept it as normal. Now my child is 13 years old. Is that where I'm 13 You know when you are cursed, you will till the ground and plant a seed. It will not germinate. The same seed that your neighbor has planted and is eating the fruit out of it, you will plant, it will not germinate. You will buy manure and try to fertilize it. The same manure will kill your crop. That is why we are living under a curse. He said you are cursed, you and all the nation. Because you don't take me serious. But don't have a better book at the front of the book of Shuma. When you buy food, you know half is yours, half is for the cockroaches and the, the mice. When you are cursed, if this cockroach can stand behind the door and you are coming back, you are not going to be able to open it. How is your land? How is your land doing? When you are cursed, you left degrees and never get employed. Well, when you are living under a curse, a grade 12 student will be employed and you will go with your degree, they will reject you. When you are cursed, all your, sub, your, your applications comes back with, I regret. We regret. We regret. We regret you are not a giver. We regret. You are so educated, but we regret you. You, you don't give. We are regretting. You know, it is some of us we shall be delivered out of our cases by prophets. 
prophets will come and lay their hands on you. Boom! And the case is gone. And your gates are open. How many of you shall meet prophets? Some of you, you will live until you die without a prophet laying a hand on you. But God is so gracious. He laid down a principle for everybody. Are you under a curse? Here is a principle. Give and break it. Give and break it. You don't need a prophet. You need yourself. You need your heart to break it. God is so gracious. If there is a God who is fair, his name is Jesus. He says, when it comes to these matters, I can't leave it for prophets. I give it to everyone. You just have to give. Hallelujah. How is the land at home? How is the land? Sometimes you, you can see a family. Né? There are five girls. They all fall pregnant before marriage. And you stand out and say, and you might find it's a case. If you trace it, you will find out from Makrua on Ngei. This is the thing, and somebody must break the thing. Ah, a case. You can be a doctor. You are so educated, but things are not working. They borrow left and right. They are cursed. When money comes, does it stay with them? And we are surprised the doctor is asking for money. It's a curse. How is your land at home? What is troubling your family? Some of us, poverty is a family thing. No matter how much you work and study, you will be an educated, poverty-stricken person. It is not because there are no jobs in South Africa. No others are getting employed. Your friends are getting employed. What is wrong? What's wrong with your land? There should be something wrong. Can you look around? What's wrong with your land? And you can't fix it until you find out what it is that has gone wrong. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God says, you are living under a curse. You are living under a curse. You buy a nice dress, doesn't look nice on you. You are cursed. No, it's not normal. If the dress is nice, it must look nice on you. You buy a shoe, it breaks within a week. No, there are things that come to you to steal your money. I want you to open up your eyes. And you think it's normal. It can't be normal. That your car is always in the garage. It can't be normal. It cannot be normal. There are things that are stealing your money. You are always broke, but there are things stealing your money. You get paid, it's like you were never paid. 
you are paid today, tomorrow you are broke. Who is stealing your money? It is not normal. I'm telling you, it is not normal. Even if all your friends are going through the same stuff, it is not normal. You, 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 you see the Americans. You know why they are successful. If they are raw sinners in this world, if they are murderers of people, it's the American government. They bomb whoever they want to bomb, whenever they want, but they are blessed. Do you know why? They give. No, they give. The HIV and AIDS program you run in South Africa, they give you the money, they give. Giving is not only about the church. No, it's about your roommate. It's about your fellow student. The books that you are no longer using, why are you selling them? Why do you sell a book that you are not using? Why don't you hand it over to someone who is... Why don't you just hand over? And God is watching. You have even written things in this book. You are still selling it. You are stingy. You are greedy. It looks very minor. Eh? These are the things that God looks at. He says, when I come back, some of you I will tell you that I was sick. You never visited me in the hospital. And you will say, like, when were you sick? No, your neighbor. When she was sick, you did not go visit her. These petty things that you look down upon, they are the one that shapes your life. Giving. Your wardrobe cannot close anymore, especially ladies. Because of garbage clothing that you don't even wear. But when you come to church, you are the first to criticize. But the clothing I knew, the clothing she was supposed to be putting on are with you in your room. Give. Mutumchiabana presa renda za fifty. One person. One person, fifty pairs of shoes. Ladies. Do you know why you, you do that? Because you're not giving. Even your, your, your own sister, your biological sister, you are not giving. Are you giving? If you are giving, why is your land like that? Why are things falling apart like that? What's going on? Because you see, when you are cursed, when you are cursed, your parents will build two rooms and raise you up in a two room. When are you going to build one room? No, I'm telling you, you will go and build one room. You will actually rent a room. And you think it's normal. It is not normal. You are taking the family backward. What's up in your life? 
What is going on in, in your life? But I love God. He said, return to me. Return to me. I've been waiting all this time for you to return to me. When you return to me, I will return to you. Hallelujah. Your land or our land can only be healed by God. Once it is cursed, once it is cursed, it does not matter how smart you are. The curse will demolish your life. Some cases in families are, is the case of drunkardness. Everybody drinks from the father to the mother to the grandson. They are all drinking. Even now when he is sitting here, there is liquor in the fridge. When he is thirsty, he doesn't drink water, he drinks liquor. And it did not start with him. It has been there before he was born. And it will lead you to be smart to see that there is a problem here. Do you know that liquor can take you 10 years back? Con con concerning progress. Liquor. Liquor can destroy everything that you are building. You will buy an expensive car and liquor will wreck it. And insurance won't pay. Because we are drunk. You think it's fashion, it's not fashion, it's a curse. Now we've got a generation of girls who are smoking. It's in fashion. Young girls smoking, 12 years old smoking. They call it freedom. It's not freedom. Biologically, there is no an organ in the human's body that lives on smoking, on smoke. That needs smoke for it to be healthy. If you feed your body with something that it does not need, it means you are killing it. Yeah. Drunkardness. And you need to open your eyes. Drunkardness is stealing your time for studies. If you think about drinking, books will wait. No, they must wait. And you see where is the danger now? They say education is free. You can fail as much as you want. You are not paying, most. But can I tell you, there is no education for free. Workers are paying for it. It is never free. You will never go to a shop and say, they say the education is free. Give me that book. They will need money. There's no free education. You will never have it anywhere in the world where education is free. It is either you are not paying yourself, somebody is paying for it. Hashtag free education. There's no nonsense like that. The workers are paying. 
That's why you must take it seriously. Somebody's paying. People are being taxed extra 1% now to show that education is not free. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Give. And you shall receive. It, it does not make sense, né? If you think in human mind. Because it is only God that says if two are married, they become one. It doesn't make sense. We are two, we are, now we are one. Why are you choosing us? If you think it about it carnally, né? it doesn't make sense. And if you try to compete with God with your carnal mind, you will get it. He says for you to receive, you must let go what you have. That, that's God's science. If you want to give me something and I'm holding this glass, how will I receive it? How will I receive what you are giving? I'm holding this glass. Are you going to hang it on me? Then you are forcing it on me, Mus. Because receiving is a, is a choice. I must be able to keep this one down and then open my hand to receive. Then God is saying, let go of what you have. Let it go. I want to give you something better. Let go. Does it make sense now? And it says, I will prevent pests from devouring your crops. We were talking about summertime, gathering crops. Né? If you are gathering them and you are a stingy person, the pests will feed on your crops. Your gathering is a waste of time. If you want your crops to be preserved, while you are gathering, be able to give. Share your crop with God. If you read it carefully, God is not saying, you people, you do not tithe. Hey, he's saying, when you give me a tithe, you rob me. Then he says, bring ye the full tithe. Because what you were giving me was not a full tithe. You are pretending like you were tithing. But in that God, I was aware that your tithe was supposed to be 50 rand. You were giving me 30. I did not recognize it as a tithe. Mm. Mm. How is your tithe? You know the danger in church? The pastor does not know how much we earn. Then I can give you give 200 and say it's my tithe. I earn 2,000. But you don't know. You don't tithe to the pastor. The tithe doesn't belong to the pastor. There is a man who said, bring ye the tithe. Bring ye. He said, I need it. His name is God. He's the one that watches over. That is why there's no church, if it is normal, that will ask you to bring a pay slip and your tithe. Because it's a choice. You must make a resolve and say, I will do this thing. 
it is only a baboon that if it holds something if it you you rather chop off the hand it will never let go and i i think you know what they mean when they say that is is vendor people they 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 are very smart they say no baboon will die without climbing a hill aona fenele no fale singo gonya ruwa fenele kwambwa bona ndiva venda abadorara they are not talking about the baboon per se baboon they mean you if it one were beautiful they say you are a baboon We need to make a resolve as young people and say I recognize what is happening in my family. I want to get out of this thing. I want to get out of this thing. It doesn't come by magic. You need God. When you you, you were born there are things that they put on you and they say they are helping you. Bakonitusa. But they are helping you. Those things can fight you. Those things can destroy you. They say people who put them on you, when they are angry, they know how to control them. Sometimes you can just get crazy and so who no fuko penga chikwani. Ngori makazi bako atayana. Bo risa zvizvabo. No you you they, they, you gave them your head and they worked on your head. Then they control it. You need God. You need God. There are things in your family. I don't know how to mention it, but there are things in your family which you see these things are not normal. Now where I come from, there was a certain family where everybody is crazy. Everybody in that family is, is crazy. Everybody. Even when they are walking can you see this person is mad. You don't have to ask. The whole family. What kind of a madness is in your family? What kind of madness? Some in families they've got madness of womanizing. All the men in the family, all of them, all of them, even the 8 year old, all of them, all is not normal. And you need to rise up and say I'm breaking it ends with me. Ah, it stops here. There are families which are just polygamous. No man marries one wife. Is the culture of the family. Even when you marry, that's why when you get married, you must look. You must look where you are going. Because this spirit can be in him. It's just that he's still young, you can't see it, but it might be in him. After six years of marriage, he might wait another wife, and he will tell you, "But can't we see that is the family?" I'm telling you, it's, it's the truth. You know, in my home, most of my people they drink. <laughs> in my family, they drink, and when they drink, they are drunk, they are mad. They fight. They 
Hey! When I was 16 years old, I was busy writing the exam and I went to school. While we were sitting in school with my friend, we were studying and when we felt thirsty and we ran to the taps outside and the taps were dry, we went back to the class and tried to study. It was not working. And my friend said, there's a shape in there, man. Let's get a beer. It was like an innocent suggestion. You know, this is so innocent. You're just drinking for thirst. From there you are studying. And those who knows, first one caused for the second one. And the studying must stop. And I started drinking. Started eight. Started nine. Grade 12. I did not do grade 12. I did standard 10. There was no grade 12. Standard 10. Then by the grace of God, I passed. Some of the subject I wrote drunk. That is not normal. If that is what you are doing, something is wrong with you. It is not a style. You are not spiting the teachers. The teachers are actually at work. I only wrote five subjects in my standard 10 and I passed. Only five. I did not write accounting. I did not write maths, but I still passed. After my standard 10, I sat down and I looked at my life. And I said, no. Where am I going? I was going to a place called KK Place there by the market. They sell liquor. I was with my friend. And we arrived at a place where it's a steep. We're climbing the steep. And something hit me. And I said to him, you know what? His name is Rendani. Did you see a tent there by the ground? And he said, yes. That was the time now. That is past one. That I'm going to prepare to go to the tent. I'm not going to drink. You can go ahead. He thought he was joking. And he had money. I said, Bryce, I'm not going. Just like that, I'm, I'm, I'm not drinking anymore. I'm not drinking anymore. I went to church. To the tent. 1998. It was in, in May. And the apostle prayed for me. And that was it. I hate liquor. But can you imagine if I did not make a decision? I would be part of this family. And I was not going to see anything wrong. You see, if you are working, eh? <laughs> if you are working in the construction and you are sweating and you go and sleep without bathing, and in the morning you still go back to work with the same people that you work with and they also did not bath. You don't see anything wrong. You don't even smell to each other because the smell is the same. It becomes normal. There are many dirty things that we've received and accepted as normal. Like poverty. You need to get angry when it comes to poverty. Poverty. 
Jesus said, I will prevent the pests from eating your crops. I will prevent them. I'm not going to stop them from existing. They shall be there in your life, but they won't eat. Don't worry about them when you see them. They shall be there. What God shall do is to prevent them from eating your crop. He said, I will prevent them. Once you come back to me, you just have to return to me. And the vines in your fields will not cast their fruits. You know, to cast a fruit, it is when, before a fruit ripens, it falls down. That's what it means. It withers. That is what was happening in this nation. They, they go and plow the field and plant trees so that they will produce fruits. They do produce fruits, but before the fruits can ripen up, they fall down. Yo, 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 yo. Yo, yo, yo. I wonder what is falling down in your life before it is ripen up, ripen up. I know it's not a nice message. It's because it needs character. It needs a resolve. It needs one to say, I am tired. I am tired. I can't continue like this. What will deliver you from poverty is not money. You can have all the money and remain poor. You don't understand. You can have a sickness that is your money. It feeds on your money. It is not curable, is it? You can't cure it. You must treat it, and treatment is very expensive. What's stealing your money? Are you thinking about it? What is there at home? What is there something there at home? What is stealing the joy? Is your ground fertile? Is it not cursed? Give and it shall be given to you. Don't wait for the prophet. You might not meet one. You are your own prophet. You can give and prophesy over your life. Otherwise, Africa shall remain poor. Break away from that case. Just stop it. Be angry and say, I'm stopping it.
the God that you serve is alive. After this nation has turned against him for so many years, he was not disgusted by them. He said to them, return to me. Don't try and fix it. Just come. And they ask, how do we return to you? Are through tithes and offerings. Through giving, return to me. Are you willing to return to him on behalf of your family? It only needs one person in the family to stand up and say, I break this thing. You know what a curse is? A curse is an act that keeps on repeating itself in the family generation after generation. A curse is when something bad happens in the family. It also repeats itself in the next generation and repeats itself in the coming generation. It becomes a family curse. And as long as this curse remains with us, we can try to be happy. It will be very difficult for us to be joyful. Because there is this thing that always reminds us. It is said that if you want to know where you are going, you must know and understand where you come from. That's what she said. You must understand where you, where you come from. Do you understand where you come from? Do you understand what is so difficult for you to pray? Look at where you come from. You're not coming from a prayerful family. Hallelujah. Am I making sense? If I am, let's stand up on our feet. You, you see why sometimes we become very spoiled and lazy Christians? It's because of this concept of grace. Grace and favor. You see, it is a principle that if you are playing soccer, you must score goals to win. And scoring goals, you don't just score anyhow. It's only one nation that plays footballs using their hands, and that's crazy. football you must use your, your feet to play. If you touch the ball with your hand it's a foul. No, there's just one crazy nation in the world. They play football using their hands. <laughs> now, because of the grace there are many goals that we have scored even when we have touched the ball with our own hands. And we think it shall be so forever. It was just grace's favor. He can't keep doing it. You keep breaking things and he keeps doing it. No. There are principles. You have scored an own goal and it was never counted against you because the referee favors you. 
the referee is related to you. He's your father, he's your dad. He saw you scoring your own goal. You were supposed to have lost. But the goal did not stand favor. How many own goals have we scored? How many own goals have we scored? But because the referee, the referee is Jehovah God, he looks the other way. Even when everybody's talking about, she touched that hand, that ball, before she kicks it into the net. The referee looked the other way and said, it's a goal. Just for you. May I remind you, there are principles that might be followed in soccer. If the referee keeps on doing that, people will riot. Principles. Some of you illegitimate goals were allowed just because God is the referee. Look where you are now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Um, I was told that today um, there is a program or a certain way that people are supposed to give. Can we put this into practice? Can we put this message into practice? Can we test him? He said, test me in this. It is only one place in the old Bible where God allows you to test him. The Bible said, do not test the Lord your God. But when it comes to this, test me in this. I give you permission, test me and see. If you test me, you shall see. The heavens will open just for your sake. Because you tested me. Maybe before we, we, we can come and give. If you are here, I really don't know what God said to you when I was preaching. I don't know what you see when you look back at where you come from. I don't know what is it that you see as a thing that must be fixed in your life, in your family, which cannot be allowed to continue. While I was preaching, I was also seeing things in my life, in my family, which they need me to stand against them. If you are here and you are saying you want to pray with me, please come to the phone. If you're saying, I've resolved in my life, this is the type of life I want to live. I want to live a giving life. Please join me and pray for yourself as I'm praying for myself. A giving life is not a miracle. It's a resolve. You tell your life, you tell yourself, this is the kind of life I'm going to live. 
I want to break this thing in my family. Please speak to your God. I want to break this thing in my family. I want to break this bondage of poverty. I want to break this bondage of drunkardness. I want my land to be fertile. Even when we are standing there at the bed, can you pray for yourself? Can you pray for your family? Can you pray for your siblings? The Bible says, give, 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 and it shall be given to you. It shall be given to you. That thing shall be given to you. But you must learn to give. Africa, you must learn to release. You must learn to release. You must learn to give Africa. Africa must learn to give. We must learn to give. We must learn. 